motherfuckers into mixed martial arts. You can't be done talking to me right here facing me, <laughs> dummy. You couldn't draw money with a green crayon and a white piece of paper. Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the f up. <laughs> Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. This is number one bullshit. Now you can only count the five. <laughs> hey, pussy, are you still there? I beat you after a weekend of cocaine. That's fucking illegal. <laughs> are you intoxicated? I'm not impressed by your performance. I'm not here to take part. We're here to take over. Difficulties. But we are back. Talk too much. Episode number 34. Today, we're talking about UFC Jacksonville. Part two, since last Saturday was also in Jacksonville. Welcome. We're back. Hello. We're a small show. Talk too much. MMA episode number 34. Welcome. Hello, friend. As always, I'm Andrew. I'm joined by my boy, Cena. Don't we say anything? Hi, everybody. (laughs) Also joined today by the lovely, the beautiful, the bald-headed Carlos. How are you doing? And by the way, sorry to interrupt everybody. I hope Andrew introduces me like that one day, the beautiful, bald-headed Cena, because it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, by the way, very quickly, before we start... Before we start, how's everybody in the group chat doing? Thank you for joining us really quickly. We appreciate your company. And don't don't be scared to ask us questions during the show. Go ahead and make fun of Andrew for all the stupid shit he's about to say in the next hour. Please. Yeah. Please. And just we know before somebody asks, this is a voluntary baldness. <laughs> I can have a full head of hair by tomorrow morning. Shit, in two hours I can have a full head of hair. This is just my choice, all right? And let me tell you nothing. It's difficult to keep such a lush head of hair this fucking smooth, all right? Yeah, I'm Not sure. Any straight shave like a psychopathic knob. But we'll <laughs> Volunteer. Well, boys, let's get into it. UFC Jacksonville last night. Uh, that was certainly a fight night, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought that was a... Carlos might share a different opinion, but I, I was very entertained by that. Probably because we didn't have that much MMA recently. Huh? Uh, yeah. You're a little hungry, I think. <laughs> because, well, let's just... I, I came in a little slightly late. I missed the beautiful shin injury that I love seeing. Because on, it's just like, heads. when your shin is injured, that means you check the fucking kick. Good for you. You're not eating the kicks. Now, it didn't work out. Got a little piece of bone in that shin. Whatever, man. You got into fighting, not to be correct, right? But uh, I came in at the Sarah Morris fight, and Jesus Christ, and That's I wanted her to win. I really did. I root for her, but um, it's... It's an interesting choice of a nickname for not, not really showing up in good shape. Who? Uh, Morris? Yes. Yes, yes. You guys know her nickname, right? What's her nickname? Cheesecake. That's a terrible nickname to have if you're a UFC fighter. Although, I mean, if, if, if it's ironic, it's great. But yeah, it's not but... ironic. It's no, not yeah. ironic. She looked like she ate a lot of cheesecakes. It, 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 and, and I mean, it was rough. That was a rough go, man. I mean, it, it was you know she she got she got hit with pretty much everything possible. Uh, I don't I don't know that there's another fight for her. I know that she's filled in some late uh, some late notices, you know. 
and they, they usually look favorably on that, but I think that it is quite possible that her favorite bank from her employers ran out with that last performance. Because just because you show up on late notice, and this time was a corona, there's always a reason to be in late notice, but you can just stay in good shape as long as you decide you're going to be a fighter, or better shape. I think there's just, you know, some improvements there, and, and, and just with some of the strikes, in my opinion, from the striking perspective, some of the strikes that she got landed upon, uh, she's leaving a huge gap in her guard where a lead uppercut is getting in there. That, that her jab doesn't really get retracted properly and therefore in the middle of her lead back she gets landed an overhand right over the top of that jab for Sarah Morris? You're talking about Sarah Morris. Yeah, 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 because it's not a proper jab. So so that was, you know, it's heartbreaking because I root for her, for her specifically for her right. coaching staff. But, Sarah uh, Morris but, trains with you, right? Trains with you. Well, I, I don't really train with her. I don't do a lot of jujitsu, and usually when she does the striking classes, she does it with the uh, the person that I understand is her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you, but she's at your gym. I'm saying you know her. You know. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. She's she's a, she's a tourist, and and I mean her striking coach is uh, is uh, my striking coach. But I, I just think. Uh, there's just too many spots there. You know, she fought Eubanks was ranked number 14, I think. Yeah. Sajar is good, though. Sajar is not an easy fight, I don't think. She's like... No, she's no, no, no. Listen, I agree. They haven't done her any favors. You know, like... Yeah. They, right. they, they, they've thrown her to the walls. But that being said, I know a bunch of other people at the gym that would love a favor. You know, they would love the one chance to get in there. And, and so, I don't know. I, I just think... Uh, I do think that there's still, the women's divisions are so underdeveloped that there's still a lot of, uh, a long way to go to bring to bring the level of professionalism, athleticism, and skill set to be a little bit more higher, you know, and a little bit more even. I don't think they're quite there yet. And maybe that's why some people that are kind of lackluster fighters are getting getting shots at, at I, I, just, I want to make a point on what you said. I actually vehemently agree with you. Um, you know, for the women's divisions, a lot of people complain, like, will say to me, oh, I don't watch girl fights, and they'll think they're cool, and they, they just sound like an idiot to me, like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, um, by the way, Andrew, check the group chat. But to what you were saying, um, it is wild to me how you said something very interesting. You're assigned to a professional sports organization. You have the job millions of people across the world would kill their mothers for not to be extreme but i'm just saying like that's how much people want to be a professional okay that was way over the line especially post mother's day no i love my i I love my mom i'm sorry but i'm saying it's such a like like the lifestyle everything that brings with it being in the ufc the nfl the nba like For you to, you fight, fighting's different. In my opinion, fighting's easier to become undisciplined because you don't perform all the time. You know, you fight three times a year. But Carlos said a good point. There really is just no excuse to be, have this opportunity in your hand. Even if you lose, get your ass whooped. Show up in shape, ripped, like you want to win. Like you take care of yourself. Like you, you really are about this lifestyle. You know, this is your job. We're putting all we want into this. You know, I feel like as a pro athlete, like on that stage, it would be so like fun, easy to. I agree with that you. Job, right? Uh-oh. Oh, your microphone's doing the same thing again. I think it might. <laughs> I look, Carlos just goes off and it's silent. My, my microphone is... Oh, no, I think we're back. I think we're, we're back, good. We're back. I think we're good. 
Yeah, I think we're good. Cool. So, yeah, dress for the job you want to have. Dress for success. And in fighting, that's being in shape, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, kind of to transition, kind of to go back into the earlier part of the card, the very first fight of the card was Chase Sherman versus Eek Villanova. I know, Carlos, you said you didn't catch this. I caught this I fight. Caught this one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chase Sherman. This is now his second stint in the UFC. He got bounced from the UFC, I want to say about two years ago. He went off and had uh, two bare-knuckle boxing matches, oh, wow. which is tremendous, tremendous. And Chase Sherman came back looking like he wanted to be there. He looked sharper. His boxing was tight. He ended up getting the knockout win uh, in the second round. Uh, I, th- I believe his nickname is the Vanilla Gorilla. So I'm just a big fan of Chase Sherman. He's at heavyweight. He'll be interesting to watch. I mean, right? This is his first win back at UFC, but just a little, a little name. To He's better than Greg Hardy. He's better than Greg Hardy. I can say I, that. That's a great matchup. That's a great matchup. I think he makes Greg Hardy. I think I, do too. A great I, I don't think he merks Greg Hardy. I think he beats Greg Hardy, bro. I think he's better than him. It's not a great matchup. It's an even matchup. Yeah. Yes, it's an even matchup. I don't know. Uh, Sherman's better than Hardy. Don't you guys think so? Uh, Andrew, don't you think Sherman's a little bit better? Uh, you think he's just as so, bad? Yes, I would say yes. But right, again, this is kind of where the NFL di- dynamic football player kind of... Hey, is Vanilla Gorilla was in shape. He, he, Vanilla Gorilla was ripped. No? He looked sharp. He looked lean. He looked uh, angry. He looked mean. But uh, I will say one thing. Ike Villanueva didn't look good. And he, you want to talk about out of shape? I have a question for you, Carlos. What do you think about heavyweights? Why are so many heavyweights fat? Why aren't they full of muscle? Like, why, why is that? It's easier because to fat than muscle. No, no, no. It's, it's, hard. it's hard to find people that size in great shape. It's hard to find people that size that are willing to get embarrassed and get their ass broke. Because people that size have ruled the roost of most places where they've been. Whether it was high school football or wrestling. They've been the top dog just because they're big. Yeah. So convince one of those guys to give up that symbol of status. Now, some of those big guys are CEOs. They don't give a shit. But some of them are UPS drivers. And you want that guy to give up the one fucking thing he has in his life that has given himself confidence and swagger, which is his size, and risk getting fucking embarrassed by somebody who may not even look that big. You know? It's a, it's a big proposition, and I think it's a big risk. And... There's not a lot of, I've seen, uh, there's a, there's, it's difficult for those guys to find training partners even, you know, because even though we see a lot of heavyweights, once you spread them all over the world, there's not a lot of other huge men in their gyms to be mixing it up with all the time. So I just think it's a, it's a tougher road. You what, know? Do you, what do you think about, Fran- that speaks d- testaments to Francis Ngannou's discipline, right? Because it's someone that size... That big, he lifts. Some assuming... genetic freak of nature, dude. Yeah, I, mean, okay, I was going to ask you this. Yes. Do you think yes. Roid? Do you think a lot of these fighters do take performance enhancing drugs? One hundred percent. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. How? Oh, I yeah. thought Andrew and I, Andrew and I were on the same page. I thought with the USADA thing. I thought USADA kind of blocks that now. No? Or do you think they still get? Well, a I mean, TJ was on the show. Yeah, TJ. TJ and John were going for it. It must say something. Yeah. Exactly. There's some guys that are genetic freaks, for sure, but not nearly as many as they would like you to think. I mean, I know a lot of people that train their asses off and are in great shape, and they don't have a fucking eight pack. You know, Francis like is that, clean. That. Francis is clean, right? Do you think Francis is clean? I think Francis is clean, but I also understand Francis grew up working on sand mines in Africa, wherever the hell he's from. So if he was 14 years old, wheelbarrowing sand and shoveling it, which is what I imagine. I mean, I haven't fucking interviewed the guy, but. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a different, like, DSS. It's that immigrant mentality, dog. It's, you know, like... It's a whole other different world. Listen, 
desperate and poor in America is rich elsewhere in the world. And we have to keep that in perspective. Wait, say that again? Desperate and poor in the United States is wealthy for other people in the world that are desperate and poor. It's not the same level. So I think that breeds a different type of desperation that we cannot relate to because we barely even see it. Okay. I I, I agree to that. Um, for me, I, I, I'm, Francis's body looks so fucking huge and cut up. It's like, how did you get that to that level? You know? How did you get there? I agree. See, yeah. it's, Dude, it's like, what? I don't know. How? Go on, Andrew. I mean, it's, it's like Joel Romero. No, okay, Joel Romero's, okay, he was in the Olympics. He was in Cuba. Like, he had to have taken something along the way. Come on. Here's the thing. Stonen has said back in the day, and that guy has always been that. Yeah. So you can get jacked for a little while, but to maintain that shit for 20 years and into your 40s? No, that, that's, that's not, yeah. That, I mean, or he's the best expert at PDEs in the history of humanity with a Cuban education and no infrastructure. I mean, like, that's just difficult for me to believe, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vitor Belfort, on the other hand. No, Vitor Belfort, on the other hand, was... Huh, we're about to see... Zing, We're about to see Perbido again. Now he's been fucking one uh, uh, FC getting favors done to him and getting paid a shit ton. Does we'll he is about. he winning in in one FC? Do you guys know? I don't think he's fought yet. Okay, I want him to win though. I hope he wins. But that's because we gotta rebuild it. Yeah, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that value. He's got to put up his progress muscles. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, let's move on to this next fight. It was a featherweight fight. Brian Keller versus Hunter Azur. Oh, I have such uh, strong opinions on this. Go ahead, guys. Bro, that so it was a knockout in the second round. Brian Keller caught Hunter with a clean left hook that put him to sleep. It was pretty beautiful. It was pretty it was pretty beautiful. Um Right, Hunter Azur, Azur coming out of the contender series. Uh this is now the second person out of the contender series that brian keller has defeated and now he wants another one of them he wants to continue to kill all these people but the, the who, you want to mention who he called out andrew uh hit it i don't remember sorry the sugar sean o'malley <laughs> oh that's right who's also out of the contender series yeah like that's said, a bad matchup that that's like all right listen brian kelleher let's just keep it real azure hunter azure was throwing heat and gas constantly um, and then, you know, he did land the punch, and he is—he said going into the fight, I can once I get my rhythm, I hit hard. Bro, you're not on Sean O'Malley's level, bro. Sit your sorry ass down, you fucking one-trick pony. Coming up on the stage just trying to, oh, give me the tie-dye shorts. First of all, no one wants to give you tie-dye shorts. No that was ridiculous. Did. That was dumb. Uh, second of all, your performance was nowhere near the level of Bryce Mitchell's. Nowhere near that level. So you don't get any shorts just because you got a knockout after getting your ass whooped for a round and a half. But for me, I mean, you signed a death wish. Like, you're calling a guy, in my opinion, at 135, Sean O'Malley, in my eyes, I think he's too skinny right now. But well, I think so he could be... Well, this fight was featherweight. So would Sh oh, yeah. uh, Sugar Sean be coming up then? Or would be... Brian oh, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Sugar down. Sean's at 145. But he's one of those two. But I'm saying this right now. He will blast Brian Kelly. You do not have time for a bad start. Dude, he will blast through Brian Kelleher. That's not a good matchup at all. I would I'd love to see that. That's that's they're for sure making that fight because 
they're in the stage of Sean O'Malley's career where just like Carlos was saying, they got to build him up right now. Like we got to get him wins, entertaining wins. You know, you definitely got to get him in front of people. You got to get him in front of people. That's the biggest thing. What do you mean in front of people? Uh, I feel like, uh, right because of his weed suspensions, we haven't gotten a chance to see him fight nearly as many times as we would have normally before how long he's been in the UFC. So, right, people don't have eyeballs on him because he hasn't been fighting. Well, he hasn't been fighting because he had that fucking nasty, you know, leg injury that took him out a year. Remember, have you, did you guys see that? Where he was winning the fight, he broke his leg at the end, of first beginning of the third round. Like, he was on one leg. Sean O'Malley. And he was on one leg and he won it. Ooh, can't hear you, Carlos. Yeah, I didn't catch that, Lowe's. Sorry, you got it? We're good. Yeah, we're good now. Say that again. Um, all I can hear, all I can remember from him is a weed uh, suspensions. Yeah, I didn't remember him having a No, so about two years, so it was about a year and a half ago. The, the weed suspensions weren't the big thing. The big thing that he was out for was that injury, that where he fucking snapped his leg in half. It was the most gruesome injury I think I've seen. It was worse than Anderson's. No, it wasn't. But I, I, I'm not. Go look up his like third last third to the last fight. It was a win. It was a decision win. It was the last decision win. It was the second to last fight, I think. He took a year off. Um, now the weed suspension, guys. I wanted to ask you guys, like, isn't this getting ridiculous? How are you going to jeopardize a professional athlete's ability to support his family because he's doing marijuana? Like, Calvin just got suspended. Who? Gastelum. Calvin Gastelum just got again for how long? Uh, six months. For weed. Bro, marijuana for that THC. That's, that's foul, bro. I would sue the UFC. I would do so. I would lose my shit, bro. Oh my okay, God. but that that has to mean that he was high in competition because they understand that they I have that drug test. test. Which, by the way, I condone. If you can fight hot, listen, man. There's a lot more weed in all the sports that everybody likes than they realize. Yeah, because sure. the fact of the matter is that a high pressure situation, you make your decision making abilities are being tested in a very like at a high rate of speed. And the reality of it is that from football to basketball to jujitsu to kickboxing, fucking weeds have performance enhancer, man. It, it's I, I think THC is a supplement. I don't think you should be smoking smoke, but I consider it as a supplement as it is as kale that I have in the morning. How? I mean why? Kale gives you protein. Because it slows it slows everything down. It puts away your ego. You're a lot more even in your self-assessment and you have to be even in your self-assessment when it comes down to you cannot talk your way into being a better fighter you can you can talk some shit in the basketball court and you can talk some shit in other sports where there's more factors but when it comes down to fighting well you're not going to be better well you can't be a better basketball if you're still not as good of a basketball player you're still going to lose right what do you mean you can talk shit but but it's those sports are more conducive to you inventing a narrative that people run with yeah, yeah, there's there's sports you play. You don't play UFC MMA. You don't. Play. Exactly, that's exactly that's a perfect way of saying it. Exactly. You you actually like. So, this is so real I life. don't think. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I only competed three times in kickboxing. All right. That's crazy. And man. I was what, and I was what people considered to have been high all three times. I've never sparred <laughs> without being so ever. You've never what? ever no one. I've never sparred kickboxing without being stumped. Really. See, I, well, okay. now again, now again, I don't consider that being stumped. To me, that's like taking cordyceps mushrooms before I exercise for my endurance. Perfectly natural supplement. I don't see it that way, you know. And 
I think a lot of people are very ignorant about what they do. A lot of people are the, like, I don't subscribe to the whole medical marijuana thing. I think that's bullshit. What I do you mean? What, 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 I, think, I think CBD. I think CBD is complete bullshit. Facts. In my oh, yeah. experience. <laughs> CBD's now, trash. Hey, listen, if you tell me that you have a little kid that stopped having seizures, God bless you and God bless the little kid. I'm glad that the fucking CBD worked in that. I've never seen it. In my personal experience, when I've taken it, I think it's bullshit. No, I don't. I, 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 I believe that. Like, I'm sure it has health health aspects to help, but I just don't think it has this much benefit that everybody's making it out to be. Like, you don't just take it and feel happy, like everyone's saying, like, oh, it works wonders for me. But I do think that there's a lot, a lot of benefits that are just not politically correct to speak about with THC. I do benefits. You know, like, benefits like what? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, to, to, to steal from Joe Rogan, if it makes you nicer, if you're an aggressive person, it makes you more calm. If it makes you more likely to be understanding to people, you know, like I'm, I'm a better husband, I'm a better dad, I'm a more dedicated employee and athlete because I have the two extra seconds to think before I act on my impetuous decisions. But you're not, you're not, you're not addressing the fact that it completely slows down your reaction time and your movements. That's my one uh, thing. Well, I, I dispute that. Again, I've sparred and I've been in the octagon helping prep some professional fighters before. So what, 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 am I the luckiest guy in the world? I can assure you I'm not. No, but I'm so, definitely saying you definitely, your reaction time would be probably be faster if you were sober, 100%. No? Yeah. No, because <laughs> you have to, you're, 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 you're discounting, you're, you're discounting your, your, your fire flight uh, uh, reaction, which is not something you can control. If mine is more demure and more tame, then that gives me an advantage. I just think you're a stronger-minded individual than 99% of people. Like, I think people like you, this doesn't really apply to, but I think you're just very unique, strong-minded individual. I do think 99% of Americans don't have your mental strength. They don't, they can't smoke a blunt, like, or smoke that pen and then have the, I want to get better. I want to get, like, you do. They'll smoke it and say, I want to watch the show because it's, and I want to eat Oreos. Well, well, but that's what I mean. It's like, if, you, if anything, anything could become a crutch, right? Yeah. It shouldn't be a crutch. It should be a tool. If anything that what are you smiling at, Andrew? From cheeseburgers <laughs> to masturbation, will be bad for your health. I mean, that's just not what you need to do. But <laughs> yeah. if, if, if 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 you like, listen. What's the difference between what I'm describing with THC and the rampant use of Adderall in college? Well, Adderall is just awful. Your Adderall is just shit. Like THC is not bad like that. THC has no hey, like. THC I, won't kill you. I'm more likely to, I'm more likely to hire the C average student that got through college on weed than the A average student that fucking got through with Adderall. Because yeah. that guy's a fucking meth head. Yeah. And his <laughs> he's a tweaker. Told him he's <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, just a chill so, so, tweaker. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean. John Jones said it. I beat your ass, and I was coked out. <laughs> like, like to some, to By some way, we're gonna get to John Jones at the end because I, he came out with an interesting statement today. But I'm not gonna mention that right now. I think I think they need to lay off the weed on, on, on those guys. Leave them alone. Yeah, I agree. Leave them the fuck alone, it's not worth this shit. Yeah, and and I would rather have a society that got used to THC driving than the hordes of people out there driving on fucking opiates right now. That's a junkie behind the wheel. Not a stoner, a junkie. Somebody takes a painkiller and gets in their fucking car to go to work. 
eight hours and takes another painkiller two hours before he gets out of work so he can make it home and not want to kill his children. Right? <laughs> I don't know. The, the, these guys are these guys are just. I think whatever they need to do to get through the grueling training sessions, whether it's mentally or physically, I think THC is the least of what should be concerned. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Uh, THC is how you handle it. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Go ahead. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's too bad for Gastelum. Now, that does explain why he's always soft. Soft? No, he's not soft. <laughs> yes, yeah, his body. No, he's got a soft body. Oh, oh, I thought you meant his like, mindset. I was like, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. But yeah, he's a soft. Hold on, hold on a second. If you cannot get in shape, your mind's not that strong. If you can't force yourself to get on that fucking treadmill, you're not that fucking strong. No, he's, no he runs. No, no, no. Don't discredit him. He Dude. runs his ass off. He no, runs hold on. Listen, what I think is that he's people that are a little bit fat are giving themselves an excuse in case they fail. An excuse no. that they can. No, I can it. say this about oh, Kevin well, Gastelum. Yeah. Kevin Gastelum's a strong-minded individual. He eats un- he is a Mexican guy. You know, a lot of men eats unhealthy. But the, the, the man, if you want a testament to his hard work, you could just go back and watch him fight Andrew's favorite fighter because that was a damn near even fight. <laughs> I mean, if you could stand with Izzy Adesanya like that, like, I give you credit. Like, he went at it. With, that was the best Israel, Israel fight we've ever seen. That was the most intense Israel fight we've ever seen. So Yeah, and I'll say the same thing I said about Cormier. What if you were in shape? Okay. We'll never know now, will we? We'll never know now. Well, you, uh, what does Kelvin? What does in shape mean? Kelvin has a good cardio, good cardio, right? He doesn't gas out. What? He's not. He's not the worst in shape just because he's a little thick. I get what you're saying, but Bro, so I, some people take, like to eat. You take, you take a weight vest around and do your entire day with a weight vest that weighs thirty pounds. Just one day, not exercise, not fight anybody. Just go get gas well, you and go to the farm and that. go to fucking subway. And at the end of that day, you tell me how you feel. Take it off. Yeah, and but you're not accounting for the fact that they grew up with that bone structure, so they don't feel the extra added weight like a weight vest. They don't yeah, feel that. Nah, they grew up in that body. That grew up in their body. They don't like feel like they have a weight vest on. So they have a lifetime of stress on their body is what you're saying. No, I'm saying their bone structure right. adapts to their fixed, their fat cellulite. So it's not like... That shit is not true. That is true. No, no, no. That is true. You, I'm saying you do not take a weight vest and put it on you and then say, oh, I feel like a fat dude. Because I actually just asked my trainer that today when I put it on. I was like, yo, is this how fat people feel like? He was like, well, no, that's actually not how it feels like because they grow into that body. So... If, if I was fat and I put a weight vest on, that's exactly how it feels, what I'm saying. Like, a fat dude doesn't feel like he has a weight vest on at all times. Like, he feels normal. Well, just the weight vest is evenly distributed. When you're fat, some of it's that's on your saying. side. Like, it is heavier. Some I'm not saying that. Some of it's on your fucking back. Some of it's on your fucking chin. Nah, man. Kelvin needs to get it together, is what I'm saying. He, he's never going to get that level. I think he's very talented. He is, he is. But... But at some point, you have to break the weakest part of yourself. And the weakest part of him is his fitness. When is he going to be honest with your, with himself? I would say his diet. I would say his diet, not his fitness. His, he trains. His what, diet. What, if, what if that's the only thing holding you from being great? When are, you, when are you learning? I, like, if I was to talk to him, I would say, when, at what point in your career are you willing to consider that this may be the one deciding factor to achieve your dreams? Because I think it is. He's really good at everything else. He's really Why good. Why not do the one thing that's left? The fuck? That's just that's just mental weakness. Yeah, he just yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you're right when you put it that way. He just can't control his diet. He does eat. He said on record he eats like shit. 
going back to the other to the other sports, if he was if you were the GM of this NFL team, you don't hire that guy. NFL is different, but by other sports, I no, get what you're saying. No, NFL likes fat people. NFL likes fat people. No. Not that height. What do you mean? Like bigger fat people? They like you're saying. Yes, oh, yeah. a lineman. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listen, listen, I go back to Michael. What did Michael do when he was getting bullied by the Pistons, man? He went up to He didn't say, I'm fine, skinny. Cause, ah, that's some Carlos, do you, do you agree with Michael's mindset of how he treated his team? 100%. He's my spirit fucking animal. <laughs> that's how he talks to himself and his teammates is how I talk to myself every fucking morning when I wake up. Get up, pussy. It's time to fucking run. Oh, you're not? You're tired? Are you tired, you little bitch? Get on the fucking treadmill. Let's go. Let's fucking go. This is the only two hours of peace that you have before the world wakes up. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I, I love that. I, that's, I, I think that that, again, that shit, it's good for you. It is. No, because it is. the world's going to bully you. That's why the military does that. They break you down so they can rebuild you. But also so that you know what it's like to be broken down and so that you know that it's not going to break you. It's just going to keep you down temporarily. But if you think that the first time you get broken down, that's the end of the fucking world, you're going to be down there the rest of your fucking life and other people are going to use you as a doormat. That's very, that's actually true. That's true, but here's the thing, you're not, in this society, in American society, 99% of Americans don't have the wherewithal to pick themselves up in that situation. A lot of them, not 99%. No, they, they, do, they just don't do it until it's either too late yes. or something too radical happens. Yeah, they need to learn the hard and way. My dad always said it. it. It's kind of like being self-deprecating, right? Like, like comics. They always, if they're going to make fun of somebody in the audience, they usually start by making fun of themselves, right? Yeah. So bully yourself so that you don't pretend to be bullied at the grocery store later. You know who you are. You know if you're lazy. You know if you're fat. You know if you're if you react shitty out of certain insecurities. Yeah. Have that dialogue with yourself in the morning on the mirror. No, nah, that's an impossible request. People, American people have too much pride, Carlos. Like you, you just nailed it on the head. Like it's about looking in the mirror and and you're reacting to your insecurities. Like people have too much pride to admit that they're doing that. In my opinion, I've I've already all wondered like why wouldn't people just do this? It's the right way. And in my head, it always comes down to they have too much pride to admit they're wrong. Yeah, but that's actually shame. It is. It's a big pride thing. would be the admission. Like an alcoholic. Hey, world, I'm not going to drink anymore because I have a problem. That's why they say it out loud. Yes. Once you say it out loud, you're not just fucking mentally dialoguing yourself out of it. You, they should stop saying it out loud, though, in my opinion. Go on, let's move on to yeah, the well, yeah, 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 we got some viewers. And that time they tell you, it's like, I know, bro, enough. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, let's, we have some viewers, low-key. Andrew, what's up? Welcome to the Shall chat. We come back to fights? I feel like we started hitting this review, and we've been on a railroad team in a way. Before we move forward, I wanted to talk, well, please remind me later, we got to talk about, I, I have some Henry shit that I have to upload. Go ahead. Because... Well, so I'm right, last here. let's get through this because I mean we still need to finish. Yeah, we got some stuff. Let's, to talk about. let's kick it. Let's kick it. Let's move to the main card, baby. Thiago Moises, uh, in the second at the end of the second round, getting the uh, submission, the leg lock, the ankle lock on what Michael Johnston, who uh, Michael Johnston, right? He was controlling this fight for the first round, the first part of the second round. I don't round, want to talk. This he, this fight hurt me. I'll be honest with you. Kind he, of. 
Do, he does what Michael Johnson does best, which is look good, yeah. kind of good, and then lose spectacularly. Looks good enough to last another fight and then loses. You know those parkour videos where the guy misses, yeah. and he's like from this ledge to this one, and he's right there, but he don't make it. Yeah, so that's Michael Johnson. And you feel bad, but it's also funny because you're right there. That's how I feel about Michael Johnson. But it's like you've you've made this mistake way too many times in your career. You know, you end the Ultimate Fighter, you know, with the highest hopes ever. Like one of the highest hopes ever. You know, I'd say him and Uriah Hall were the two most like damn hyped up prospects I remember from Ultimate Fighter that have just failed completely. Just you know, didn't perform to their expectations. But in terms of Michael Johnson, you know, Andrew hit it on the head yesterday. That he was texting me. He was like, "Listen, he has fast hands." I get that. We'll give him credit there, but that's literally it. And that there's so many like slip ups. Like he's good. He's a grappler, right? GSP like clearly uh, gave him props on his grappling. He just doesn't dominate opponent. He's not. That was a win. That's a jiu-jitsu fighter. You're a knockout artist who can wrestle. That's a clear cut win in my eyes. Yeah. That there's no reason. Yeah. For reason I mean, that. It, it, it's. I agree with you. It, 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 Does I like, he get cut? I, I like. I don't think it's great. Uh, Do you guys? I don't cut think him? he gets cut. I don't think he gets cut, but but you're close. Okay. You know, you're, he's starting to get to that territory where he leaves them no choice. Andrews, do you cut right. Michael Johnson if you're Dana White right now? Probably not, right? I mean, again, I uh, I feel like again, like it depends on his contract situation. If I'm Dana White and I can re-sign Michael Johnson for a uh, right, I mean, you can leverage the fact that he's on a losing streak now at this point, so you can probably re-sign him and keep him around as a name without necessarily costing your bottom dollar too much uh and again right mike like it was i don't know i enjoyed the fight i thought it was a decent fight to kick off the card right it was full of action the right Thiago moises i mean he can't he that was no, a slick little submission that was a slick little submission to kind of fall into the leg and grab it like that it was beautiful it was uh, but it's like dude so yeah I, I don't think i would cut him i i, I don't know maybe i'm biased cause okay I, but I, do you I, guys I, agree I, that like, he's not michael johnson here let me let me give you this without michael johnson right we would never have Nate Diaz calling out Conor McGregor because Nate Diaz kicked the shit out of Michael Johnson and then yeah. said, Nate, or oh, Conor yeah. McGregor, where are you at? Where are you at? So out of respect, you got to give it up for Michael Johnson. But you both <laughs> agree he's on the ropes, right? You both agree one more loss like that to a no-name. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you're for sure out of this organization. Yeah, and the sad yeah. part is big enough to, uh, to really carry like a regional promotion. You think he is? I don't think so. So it's it's a sad situation, I think, for that guy. You know, like it's, never really quite getting this, this game is very simple. You either win or you lose, and this dude's just not winning. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta win, bro. That's the secret to the UFC. You just don't just keep yeah. winning. Well, let's so let's move on to uh, this next fight where our winner kind of uh, right just. Stealing wins, I feel like at this point. Andre Arvosky gained a decision, a unanimous decision over Felipe Linz, who uh, me and Cena were referring to as fat heavyweight Habib, because that's what this man looked like. I was, I, I mean, that was just ridiculous. They really gave him Arvosky that fight. That was probably yeah, worse than Cowboy so over boring, dude. I almost didn't make it to the rest of the yeah. card because that shit almost rocked me to sleep. Bro, I'm saying, and I, first of all, I thought Felipe Linz was the clear cut winner. Am I wrong? I was too bored to make an assessment. Andrew? I think I think we all lost. They both lost, and the audience lost. I like that, Habib. 
No, we definitely lost, and uh, I don't know. I gotta disagree. I feel like Arlovski did enough to <laughs> right take the win. I mean, right? It's he's still a dangerous. Like, I mean, Andre Arlovski still has all of the experience that he does have. And no, 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 I'm not saying that. It to what fight were we watching? Did he not get his ass whooped? Like, get not really. <laughs> Felipe, oh, he he deserved that win. You thought you watched that fight? You're like, damn, Arlovski won that. Going to the decision, Andrew. I mean, again, right, if we're, like, looking at statistically, yeah, absolutely. Andre Arlovski landed through and landed more strikes than Felipe Lins. And Felipe Lins, like, super fat and out of shape. I thought Felipe also landed super the harder fight. shots. I thought Arlovski might have had ring control, but I don't think he landed, like, any damage whatsoever. All those strikes seemed to have done nothing. Felipe was throwing gas. That fat motherfucker was throwing gas. Fat Habib, by the way, was throwing gas in round three. I mean, right, here's the thing. In round... Like, right, in round three, Felipe Lins landed t uh, 11 out of the 32. That was his weakest shot. That was his we only weak round. That's why they gave it to Arlovski. I mean, whatever. Give right, and they were, going, they were continuously going down. Give Arlovski. Oh, the only round I gave Arlovski arguably was three. I think the UFC, of course, now I'm going to have one complaint a card. This is going to be my complaint. The last time it was Cowboy Pettis. Cowboy Pettis was awful. It's incredible that you care about this fight this much to have a... I want fairness. I want fairness. I'm tired of this bullshit. We're moving over, we're moving over to Ray Boring. That was Because Boring's fight was just another snooze fest. I like that Yeah, fight. Ricky Simone, Ray Boring. I like this fight. What do you... I like this fight. Uh, Ricky Simone getting yeah, the decision, uh, the split decision over Ray Boring. This was Ray a great Boring. fight. This was a really good fight, in my opinion. I like this fight. I, yeah, I, I, I you show uh, someone this fight, they're not a fan of the UFC. You've, you have not made a new fan. They were throwing heat the whole time. What was boring about it? They were throwing 100% the whole time. They were standing and throwing. There was action, and they were throwing 100%. They're little. The damage is not really all that relevant. No, but they were, kind of they were throwing. No one got knocked, but they were throwing crazy heat. You know, I thought this was the best fight on the card, personally. This is the, card, this is the fight I wanted to talk about. Uh, Ray Borg! You proved me wrong. I talked my shit about you. Not going to sit here and say you were, looked amazing, but for jumping up a weight class, I didn't expect you to throw that hard, and I honestly thought you were clearly picking up steam at the end. Um, Ricky won that fight, as I said. He just he was a little bit too big. He when Whenever he wanted to, he, when he attacked, went for a shoot, he always managed to get the takedown, and that pretty much took him two rounds. But that last round, Borg really, you know, I didn't know Borg was this good. So that's a fighter I'm definitely going to be picking in the future. I didn't know any fighter that just buckles down on their mouthpiece and throws that gas, I'm interested in. So, yeah, Borg, congrats, even though you lost. You got my respect. I just want him to make money and do all right with his family. Borg? Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's a fair assessment. So I, I think we can yeah. move on to this next fight, which I personally oh. think was the most exciting fight on the card. Dober Hernandez? Drew Dober fight. getting the... That was a good fight. That's just what woke round. me up. That fight woke yeah. me up. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Now we're doing the thing. Two dudes that showed up in shape. They were both game at each other. That's a good fight, man. I like yeah, so it. So like who'd you guys take into this fight? I'm 0 for 4, by the way. I, I damn near lost all my fucking card picks. Who'd you guys take oh, into I didn't pick on most of these, honestly. I mean, this is a most of the prelim fights to me were filler fights just to get the event going with a couple of names in the main I, event, which is it's regular for fight night, you know, especially during the week. But um, Wednesday, yeah. you know, I, I wasn't really invested in either one of the guys. I just thought it was good showing for both of them. I don't think either guy came out losing any uh, any shine, you know. 
they both were good dance partners with each other, and they both come out still to what I think is going to be bright futures and, and whatever comes next. I do too. I thought Hernandez was going to win. I thought he would use his red wrestling, but he just couldn't take him down. And then I, 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 Dober's a problem for Hernandez on the feet. Dober. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you see Dober's legs? He's a kickboxer or some shit? Dober's you know, legs I really are fucking shit. Because I, I didn't want to miss it, but... Uh, I, I like what I saw overall, movements, transitions, yeah, up and down with that head, you know, level changes. It was good. It was a good fight. I don't that, know. That I'm, I'm not going to sit here and place too much faith on either of them, but I, I, I do like both of them. They're both interesting fighters. To I just don't. Dober's 21 and 10, so he does drop fights. That's all I'm saying. Don't get too excited. Yeah. It, uh, it just speaks to, right, how truly how stacked the lightweight division is right alexander hernandez being number 15 this guy drew dober being unranked coming in and possibly going to break into the ring yeah, where we have guys at top of the heap who are people that we know such as hubby justin tony connor like right lightweight is just such such a nasty division and like right this was a good showing for drew dober do we think he can ever make it a splash to the top of the division probably not just because lightweight is so stacked who knows? No, no, at this point, that division has three guys. 31. On level. Drew Dober is 31. Hmm, not bad. But that division... Is that, that, div- that happen now? That division, that division has three fighters that are just far superior above everybody else in Gaethje, Connor, and Habib in my eyes. I don't think anybody's like... For Dober to hit that level, that would be shocking. That'd be, I don't think that's happening. Uh, right now, it seems a far stretch, but we'll see. I would love to see yeah. hey, hey, really quickly before we segue, before we move on. What would you guys say about? Do you think Dober, hypothetically, good sprawl technique and seems like great with the kickboxing, hits hard? Do you think Dober could pose a threat to someone like Tony Ferguson? Would you give Tony that as a tune-up fight? That's what I'm saying. What would you guys think about that? I think it's too much risk for Tony. Okay. Yeah. It's not a name that's gonna. Yeah, you. You think Tony's sorry. gonna get another big name right now? Yeah, he will, right? Like a Poirier, Dustin Poirier, maybe. Yeah. Or a Dan Hooker. Oh, that's also not a good ma- matchup for Tony, though. <laughs> well, not. I mean, nobody is fifty. Uh, Low key, again, but he keeps winning. So he keeps winning. Play. Low key, Tony just keeps winning. So. Well, here let's move on to this co-main event. Um, interesting fight, Ben Rothwell. In the heavyweight division, gained the split decision win over Ovince St. Prue in his debut at heavyweight. Dude, what? Listen, I have no qualms with anybody's sexuality. No questions about my own. What's with OSP's ass, dude? Say that again. It looks like he has OSP's got a fucking ass, dude. Like, like two basketballs were implanted in there. Like, how did they even make those fucking shorts? And I also noticed that as well. And he, man. He's a thick boy. Thick yeah. Boy. He yeah. could fall on that ass from three-story window and he'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's really fucking annoying. Genetics, man. It has to be genetics, dude. That dude, like, I was looking at it too. I was like, fuck, I'm looking at a dude's ass right now. That shit's huge. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no homo. Sorry. That sounded bad. That shit is just like, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. But, but hey. there's so much cardio in his fitness, though. Talk about a dude that looked like he was just on parole and or he, some he, shit. John like, Jones watched this fight and said to himself, said, wow, if Ovens has the cardio and fitness, he could easily win these fights. So he thinks now, and I'm going to segue, I'm going to do this segue. He thinks now, taking this into account, oh, I'm going to start calling, I'm going to call out Francis Ngannou. 
I don't know if that's a smart idea for John, but I will 100 times out of 100 pick John Jones to win that fight, without a question. Not even hesitation. Well, yeah. Not even hesitation. But that's just because I've never seen... I've seen... I mean, I don't think Francis can throw combination and has that lateral quickness. Reyes does. I don't think so. I think Reyes is a harder fight for Jones than Francis because of his mobility and his combinations and his boxing. I just think he just needs to worry about that power. John Jones agrees with you, too. Did you see his, uh, his statement on the Reyes fight? That they're not going to treat it like a super fight? Yeah, he's, John uh, said I have no problem fighting Reyes, but I need to get paid like it's a super. Like, he is the best yeah. fighter out right now. I need to get paid for that. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Hey, so I'm going to ask both of you, Reyes or Nganu? Obviously, you're going to say Nganu. What do you mean? Fuck, I, yeah. You fight? Yeah, like, okay, number one, who would you want to see fight? And number two, who do you think, what's the fight that you two think will happen? Nganu, both answers. Yes, me too. The reality is that even if you don't like John Jones as a human being or whatever, he has nothing to prove a light heavyweight. He fucking did it all. He destroyed the legends. He fucking did it as a young man. He, he's fought the Dominic? who's who of that fucking division. No, no, no. John. John. No, I'm saying, what so about Dominic? Like, you said he has nothing to prove. Did you not think Dominic Dominic can wait his turn and be champ at light heavyweight. John doesn't have to fucking wait for him well, to give him another shot. No, I'm sorry. John, John, John Jones went and took his shine and he grabbed his career and he made it. So if he wants to go to heavyweight to a bigger fight, to something new, to a bunch of a new roster of people he hasn't fought, I'm more all about it than as much as it, I hate to say it. He already beat Reyes, dude. If they fight again, I'll watch. But I'm more into the next chapter, the older John that doesn't have to diet so much. How's he do with those big guys? Because then Gano catches anybody with a one punch and slides out. But that's John Jones. But he's John Jones will put you to sleep. He'll put you to he'll choke you while you're standing. He used to be, but now he doesn't put himself in those endangered positions anymore. So that's why I'm wondering how he would fight in Ganu because he fights from, I don't like that. I mean, we'll see. He needs to be the older. He needs to be more aggressive. I do think, I have one more thing to what you said, Carlos. Normally, well, I agree. Let me, I would like to say something. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I would like to say something. I'm over here waiting my turn. No, no, just interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, On the opposite fucking end, uh, right, Dominic Race has people he can fight in the light heavyweight division that's not John Jones. Francis Ngannou has no one else he can fight in the heavyweight division. DC and Stipe are busy. No one else should be put in the octagon. But you're not addressing the biggest issue here. Like, I won. Why are you take, Why What's are you fighting issue? heavyweight? I beat you, Andrew. Why are you going to heavyweight? I want my rematch. I won. You know I won. Give me my rematch. Uh, Dominic is not the one that gets to decide what's I going on. I feel you. He's I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I agree he's not. I'm just saying from Dominic's perspective and pretty much even Anthony Dominic's Smith, perspective is irrelevant. And Anthony Smith fights, said though. this. He's Anthony he's Smith said, if you ask 10 UFC executives who won, Jones or Reyes, out of those 10 UFC executives, majority of them would say Reyes. That's what Anthony yeah, Smith said. so Anthony Smith is a competitor of John Jones, so I take that with a grain of salt. But he also said after the fight that John Jones clearly won that because he didn't want Reyes to steal his shine and he hates Reyes. So he was just giving Reyes credit. I'm not going to sit here and just dispute anything. So to what you said, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I really don't know, but I know one thing. Reyes deserves a rematch. He beat John Jones. I mean, there's well, no arguing that. Like, he won three rounds in that fight. No. See, I, Reyes, to continue getting contenders and eventually a title shot. That's what he deserves. He deserves a career. No, he's the champion. No he's the best light heavyweight in the world. Any shots with John Jones, the best fighter to ever. But he just beat him. That's what I'm saying. That's, I get what you're saying. But I won. Like it was clear as day. 
Well, hold on, time out. We're pretending like deserving anything matters in the UFC. The UFC okay. is not a matter of what you, you get, what you deserve. The UFC is about making the biggest fight that's going to make the most money. And right, Francis Ngannou, John Jones makes significant more money than Dominic Reyes and John Jones. At the end of the day, just simply. Does it? Bro, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, mean, I don't think Francis Ngannou is this pay-per-view star. I don't think that's outselling that much. By no, 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 Everybody wants to see perfect, the rematch. He's the perfect opposite side for John Jones to make his debut at heavyweight. They're not feeding him some some fat. Uh, what was the guy that fought fucking Hardy last week? Uh, yeah, uh, Jorgen yeah, uh, the, the Castro. Yeah, yeah, that that would be bullshit. But John Jones on a poster with Ngannou, who looks like Ngannou looks at anyway. Fuck. No, 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 I'm not knocking him. I'm not knocking him. In both of these fights, it's crazy because if he wins the rematch. That just like puts him on another heavenly level. If he beats Francis, that puts him on another heavenly level. I just think before he fought Francis, yes, I want to see Francis. Yes, that's the fight that's going to happen. But I definitely 100% believe that Dominic Reyes fight should have been booked that night when the judges fucked a young man over who beat the greatest combat sports athlete of all time in my eyes. Beat him fair and square. Whatever people want to say, I firmly believe 100% of the people that watched that fight believe Reyes won three rounds. 100%. If you say John won three... Well, the judges did it. The judges no, no, no. I think the, the judges believe it. No, no, no. They all believed it. They gave it to John due to influences, whatever. But I'm not complaining. John's my favorite, but I guess you're right. I think... Do you think Ngannou would be... That's the end it with this. Do you think Ngannou, if you guys believe that's the fight to make, because I still think Reyes deserves it, do you think Ngannou would at least beat him? Do you think he would make it worthwhile? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he might not beat him, but he can catch him and end it. Yeah, one hundred and ten percent easily. That's a, that question answers itself. You think Ngannou has a better chance at beating John than Reyes? Is what I'm trying to say. He has a better chance of not. At heavyweight, yes. I don't know. At heavyweight, yes, because Ngannou just needs one shot. Reyes had his shots, and he couldn't drop them. So the answer is at heavyweight. No, this yes. Is not a, this isn't a knockout promotion. You know, this isn't a knockout. Pro- I just listen. Uh, John's my favorite fighter, but it's not fair for this guy Reyes who's just getting thrown out. It's not even like we're just counting right, but, him out. I mean, well, you're right. It's not fair, but the UFC is fair. If he doesn't fight John, he's not getting thrown out. He's just not getting No, I, I agree. It's There's just like. We're there in contenders and titles and money. Okay, Make let me put it this shot. way. You're going up against the Golden State Warriors, the 73 and 9 Warriors. I don't know if you remember. And you beat them. Let's say you beat them. And then the ref just blows the whistle and gives their game to them. It's like, like I just did the craziest thing in history in the sport, and no one's giving me credit. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. I would I would love to see that fight one more but time. See, I disagree. The craziest thing is murking him, finishing him. We've never seen John. That's how you lose. take. That's how you, listen. Let's go back to this. When John Jones became the champion. Did he do it by convincing a bunch of people he won after the timer run out? Or did he do it decisively? Therefore, since we all know the answer to that, if you want to take him out, pay him the same fucking respect of doing it decisively to where no one can decide. So you that's the only way you win fights now? So now I have to knock well, you out. You're the one that's, hold on. You're the one that's saying that it's fair, right? That's what fair looks like. The way I came in is the way you should be able to come in. Fuck that decision shit. I, mean, I came in and I had to murk legends. So you're going to have to murk a legend to be able to earn, in fairness, the same considerations. I don't know. I, I, I Shogun passes yeah, prime. Yeah. Shogun no, passes prime. That's like, but that's not, you're basically just saying the sports, you're discrediting the sport then. The decisions are no, no, no matter. No, 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 it's not the whole sport. I'm saying those two individuals, if fair is fair, 
The way to fairly take something like that from John is to acquire it off of him the way he acquired it for himself. See, this is not... I don't... By finishing a lot of people. Not one or two or three. A ton of legends. Legends. So why is Dominic held to a lesser standard to achieve the same thing? What lesser standard? No, there's no lesser standard. You're held to the, it's a it's a sport. Yes, it's a sport. It's a competition. Decides, there's no standard. It's a lesser standard. No, there's not a lesser. If you win or you lose, he won, and now people are making dramatics no, about no, 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 it. No, no, oh, no. he did this. You win, or people decide whether you win or lose. That's two different standards. Okay, that's a different way of explaining it. But the part it's entrenched in the rules that decisions are a win. So, you know, in my, I, guess, I guess you just don't leave it up to the judges, but in my eyes, then, I guess we're covering a tainted sport because there shouldn't be... Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. This is a, but this is fighting, and there's, there's mixed martial arts. The art part is the, is the part where the finish matters. No, I disagree. That's the art part, absolutely. Because there's, don't matter. As a skate, no, dude, as a skateboarder or a figure skater, you can do the same trick as somebody else, but you look better doing it, you win, because there's an art component to it. It's the same thing with fighting. There's an art component to it. Makes martial arts. I agree, but I think it's just as beautiful for TJ Dillashaw to neutralize Henan Barrow than it is for Chuck Liddell to knock out Tito Ortiz. You know what I mean? Like, you could see art in a beautiful decision neutralizing way. I see art in GSP's ground performance. No one else sees that. Everybody falls asleep. That's like saying that's like saying that a baseball game with home runs is just as fun as a baseball game that has one fucking hit. Maybe. What if the guy's a defensive-minded baseball player? It's art subjective, no? Art's, art's an opinionated subject. You're a knockout artist. You have to knock people out. Some guys like bad girls, right? But the reality is that the majority of people... I mean... I like fat just, girls. Okay, I like fat girls. What's wrong with that? Like, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> could, it, could, it possibly be, could it possibly be that you just haven't had enough fat girls Maybe. 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 Because maybe you can change your mind real quick. I just want to fix the situation in sports where these young athletes just get treated, you know, like, I guess it's not, the UFC is not a fair organization. I agree with that. But I really would like it just so I don't mind the cheating, all, all the other hoopla. I'm not into the dramatics. It's you win or you lose. Decision, submission, knockout. And I, you win three rounds, you win. You win two 10-8s, you win. But I just wish the UFC would kind of like really like, I don't know. Maybe they add two judges. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they do the judges release their scores after each round. I'm getting really fed up for the first time in my watching MMA. I'm starting to get fed up with the judges. And I don't even like the fighters that they're giving it to. It's just like not cool anymore. Like you don't know who's going to win. You really don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the judging's crazy. But but I do, you know, like for instance, the Conor McGregor and Diaz thing, for me, Diaz is higher than McGregor. Simple fact that one finished the other. That makes it yeah, Diaz definitely prefers the better fighter out of those two. Yeah. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. You're not accounting for the fact that Diaz got his ass whooped completely both beginning of both fights at full cardio. Once Connor diminished, that's when Diaz came on, but when they were fully healthy, that wasn't even close. But your guy got the finish one finished the other guy. Yeah, but but the guy got tired, is what I'm saying. You're addressing pure talent, or are you addressing... I guess cardio matters. I'm saying, I'm saying it's fighting. Yeah, cardio matters. You're right. I agree with you. I agree. Right. Hey, like, yeah, if, yeah, they, if, they were, the if they were in the street, if they were in the street, the fight's not over until one of them gets tired yeah. enough, and that's never, that was never going to be Nate. Okay, I can agree with you there. But, but, they were, but essentially, they were in the street, and the people crowded around them and said, okay, this fight's over. You both had enough. You won. Go home. That's not the same. No, you're right. You're That's right. not the same. Somebody revive that motherfucker because he's convulsioning over there. 
I think it's two different scenarios. I'd say, no, I'd say, I mean, Nate, Nate almost won the second time, too. Argue, many people thought he did win, so I can see what, I guess you're right. I'll agree. Like, I don't think Nate's afraid of Connor. No, but I also don't think Nate's better than, I think Connor's a lot better as a fighter than Nate. No, no, but I do think that when somebody knocks you out or submits you, you you have a level of fear about that person. Yeah, yeah, I heard but a lot if, of people. But if you lose a decision to them that you don't even think you lost, you don't give a shit. That guy's sick shit. You're not afraid of that guy. I'll talk the fuck off right now. That's two completely different things, man. I agree with and you. And again, this is this is a chimpanzee part of sports. It's fighting. Mm-hmm. That shit matters. I agree. You know? Mm-hmm. Just like when Michael Jordan punched his teammate because he wouldn't give enough effort, man. <laughs> Well, no, my, Michael Jordan. There's a there, there's a no, no, no. Let's not talk about Michael Jordan. There's a clear flaw in how this documentary really. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's let's return to UFC talk and stop talking about Michael Jordan, right? Let's let's hit this main event. We're an hour we're an hour and a half in, boys, and we still haven't talked about the main event from last night. The main event from last night: Glover Teixeira defeated Anthony Smith in the fifth round by way of the ref stopping the fight. And wow. Wow, I was not expecting this. Glover surprised the fuck out of me. That was over in the second round. Yes, agree. I don't know how that man kept fighting after the second round. There was a moment in the second round where he took a straight jab right to the the face and the nose. I think that's the one that fucked up his orbital. But after that, he put both his hands this way. And even though he didn't go down, he was not defending. He was defending his life, not a fight. And... The rest of it was just a straight up ass whooping by an old man. Jesus, man. Uh, I know it's really different. Did you, did you notice? I agree. This fight went on too long, but did you guys notice Anthony Smith weirdly just gassed out in round one? First round, first five minutes, he was done. I noticed that. And that is something I was. That's the first thing that caught my eye. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, it's over. After end of round one, I was like, it's over. He's gassed. I don't know why, though. I read it. I looked back on an interview. He said he did a great training camp. But he stopped it six weeks ago, and he's been training at home for the last six weeks on his own. So I don't know. If, can you simulate cardio if you're on your own like that, or his training camp prepares you better? He said he was on his own for six weeks, and he was working really hard. Can you work that hard on your own as opposed to if you're in a training camp, Carlos? I don't. I mean, so. you can't get you can't get the rounds in, right? You can't get the wrestling in. You can't get the sparring in. You can't get the, Why the fuck the are you stopping six weeks before your fight? Who cares if you had a full training camp? You have to extend it six weeks, right? And, and I mean, I think there's one thing that's very highly overlooked with some of these guys at times. In golf, even the top golfer has a swing coach because you can't watch yourself swing the fucking club. Someone else has to do it. And you have to trust that what that person sees is what's actually happening, not what you're imagining in your head. I think in fighting at their level, it's the same thing. Because we see this happen over and over. They, they convince themselves that they look one way, and then the outcome's different. Well, did you, you guys think his corner messed up? Did you guys think his corner did a bad job, Carlos? Yes, absolutely. Why? 110%. Yes. Yes. They should have threw in the towel. Really? I, I think I, I yeah. agree with a comment Anik made when he said that uh, that a fighter's uh, corporal disposition is telling you that it's time to step in. He's never going to say it with his voice, but I agree that all the cues that I've ever seen in boxing and MMA, when a guy's done, Anthony was displaying all of those nonverbal cues as far as the level of of just elevation of danger that his life was in. That kid took so many unnecessary blows last night. It's 
it's just too much. I think it's too much. If that was my family member or one of my brothers or a good friend of mine, I risk them not talking to me for the rest of my life, and I throw in the fucking towel. So, what, what, well, I have one question though. I get what you're saying, but from the fighter's perspective, and that, I also agree with you. But I'm trying to find a a middle ground for my my own peace of mind here. Um, from a fighter's perspective, you know, I we can agree that if Anthony had won this shot. Boom, right back up into title. I'd say Jan Blachowicz or someone's next. So I'm going to ask you guys, um, what do you do? Like, do you think, you really think it's fighting? So the fighter knows what you're, it's not, you know what you're signing up for. You're making the big bucks. And even though with taking all this into into question, Andrew Carlos, do you guys still think that it's, you guys fully blame the corners? Even though, like, you think about it. If you're thrown in the towel, that's his career, not yours. That's, he deals with the repercussions. So I'll say the uh, the ref probably should have stepped in a little bit earlier as well. I think, but follow up to that, right? Like, but follow up to that, right? Like, the manager is incentivized to keep your fighter in there monetarily wise, right? Because like you're saying, if your fighter is able to pull off the comeback win at the very end, which we've seen, one hundred percent, we've seen, it's very possible, uh, right? There's that win bonus money that they get, which the coach, the corner, they get a part of that. I don't necessarily think. I mean, I like to think corners and coaches aren't thinking greedy in those moments and they're truly trying to think the best for their fighter and that they still have a chance to winning the fight uh but right there has to be a certain point where you have to be able to acknowledge and recognize that your fighter has no chance at winning this fight and it felt uh, very obvious that anthony was at that point and when he's coming to you in between rounds and saying that his teeth are falling, yeah that was what i was gonna on, bring up next take a fucking take a fucking clue so what is that like what did you guys think of that i've honestly felt so bad when i heard that i've never seen i've seen so many brutal injuries but when i heard this man just look at this corner and say my teeth are falling out throw the towel come on make the right decision simple as that so what do you do what do you it's think do you think his corner is going to get scrutinized fined um do you think they're going to separate or do you think this will just get blown over because i kind of agree i think it should have been stopped if it should have been it should have been stopped after the second round not after the third not after the fourth. I, I stopped enjoying it after the third altogether. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck is going Like, I love this sport. And again, I'm into Murkings and all that other shit. But that was too much. It was just so... The defensive fighter. For me, it, for me, it was too much. He had nothing left to give. Glover was picking him apart. So, Glover was very much a veteran. He paced himself. You know, I love his cover at the end. I love the comment at the end when he goes, were you counting on him slowing down from that first round? He's like, I certainly was hoping so. <laughs> well, no shit. That, person, that was so important. Glover was so wise. Everything he said, I fucking love. I loved his message about, like, you got to humble yourself, right? You got to learn. You got to ask for fucking help and take the help and take the advice. You know what I mean? And that's Glover, man. So I, I thought it was really, really, really cool from that regard because he did it. He, he was patient. He stuck to his game plan. Those uppercuts were hellacious. That shit was like, like fucking a video game, man. And, and very, you, very, you saw uh, Anthony. You saw Anthony. So the fight started, I really thought. So Anthony won round one in my eyes. I was like, but then at the end, Glover, yes. Glover started picking it up. And that's when I saw Anthony gas, and I was like, okay, something looks weird about Anthony. And I was watching the fight. Glover really was working. I loved his boxing, right? Always pressed forward, tried to initiate clinch game. Anthony was trying to throw a 100% strike, throw everything he had in a strike and separate, but he was missing. And then he was getting hit on the way out, and that shit was just kept repeating. And then the worst was when Glover really got him in the clinch. And just like you said, 
Yeah. Five, six hellacious uppercuts in the clinch. Anthony didn't move. He had nowhere to go. He was trying to leave. Boom, boom, boom. Gets hit. Finally escapes. What do you? Glover's on his ass. So the yeah. prodigy of Chuck Liddell definitely came through last night. You saw that Chuck Liddell skill set in his in his game last night. Um, I again, guys, I don't want you to guys. So number one, I thought this was an off night for Anthony. I would take Anthony again if they fought. If Anthony was fully on cardio, I would lean that way still. Um, and but besides that, I don't. I think they're gonna give Glover Yawn. I really have a gut feeling. Did they fight before? I think that might be it. That's a bad fight. I don't think Glover's going to win the next fight. I think this was a little bit of a... Now people are going to be high on Glover. They're going to give him a good fight. But if you guys are watching this, he won that fight because his opponent gassed. He was able to... Instruct- yeah. it was- Say that again, Carlos. Say that for again. Him. Say that it, again. Was a, it was a perfect storm for Glover, yes. for sure. Yeah, okay. One yeah, I like it. Shit worked out. Shit worked out. And that was yeah. good. But I don't think this in any way, shape, or form indicates... Uh, a return to title. He said so. No, he said like that, that I think I'm good enough to win the title now. I'm going to make one last run. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a shit you got to say. Yeah. Do you think he yeah, actually right, he believes it, a... Carlos? Andrew, do you guys think he actually believes he's that good at 40? Yes. Okay. He has to. Otherwise, you're not. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. He does. does. But, but um, I, I like that Jan Blockowicz matchup, and yeah, I don't think it's going to uh, go well for Glover. It's unfortunate because Glover is on a four win streak now, a four fight that's win streak. That's crazy. At 40 awesome. years old, you might feel like on top exactly. of the world in the UFC that's on a four fight awesome. win streak. Four but years that's going to give him a monster, right? And yeah. I think a lot of people going into this fight thought Anthony Smith was going to be that, that monster. monster. That yep, you said it perfectly. Sent Glover out. So, and and, Andrew, what do you think? Anthony, what do you do with Anthony yeah. Smith if you guys are Dana? Andrew? Bro, you got to give him a long time to recover. That was a fight that takes miles off your career. I mean... Yeah, I'm putting it in the back burner of my mind. What would you I don't guys know if Anthony Smith this? ever comes back the same way as Dominic, kind of similar to like what we, with what we've seen with Chris Weidman and Luke Rockwell after some losses. They just never able to climb that mountain again. Well, I don't know how this makes sense, but there's a lot of rumors since Anthony Smith and Dominic Reyes have a rivalry that that might be a tuna fight for Dominic. I don't know. See, that brings me back to John Jones. Get get John out of the way and let them restructure light heavyweight. I don't think John just wants to give that belt up. I think he wants two belts. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he wants just to give up his his crown position. That's okay. That's okay. Go to heavyweight. Don't defend light heavyweight till you get the other belt and then toss it in their faces and tell them to fight it out. You're done with it. You're bored. Yeah. You're John Jones. Yeah. You had your fun in that field. Now you're over there in this field, and you all now know that you weren't the best. I just got out of your way. Enjoy your legacy. I like when, I, I like when I like when Carlos speaks well of John Jones. It makes me happy because <laughs> he never does it that often. <laughs> he's got to play it up, man. Yeah. Be who you are. Yeah, that's awesome. So if he's a he villain, you would like if he was he like a dick, villain. like if he was a, uh, an outspoken dick. Oh yeah, like, you guys would fuck with him. If, if he, he was himself, yes. Okay, so if he was I just like, hey, you else. guys would like him more if he said, oh by the way, I'm gonna fucking do cocaine and drink tonight. Fuck all of you. I, I would have liked him more, but I respect. Okay, there we go. You hit it on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> you would like more. Let's that. let's preview this third UFC Jacksonville card. Yeah, Three before we cards end this. In a row. Please. Uh oh. Okay. I don't know if I fire on this. You may or may not answer. I don't care. Henry Cejudo and his little Ryan Garcia shit in boxing. Get the fuck out of here, Henry. Look at me. Look in my eyes. I'm not watching the show, Henry. You're out of your fucking element. You will get pieced up like you never have. You can't kick that boy. 
All right? So get the fuck out. It's a pipe dream. And I'm sorry that little guys aren't exciting and making money. But that is ridiculous. Secondly, Henry Cejudo, you, you and Michael Jordan in the same sentence, get the fuck out of here with that comparison. He started saying that there was no MJ in MMA and all this bullshit. I can't take him. I, I just, I, that's it. What's wrong with Henry Cejudo on this four-fight win streak of gods claiming he wants to be the GOAT? You don't like that, Carlos? You don't claim that for yourself. People do it for you. That's some desperate, pitiful shit. How is it that even the belt doesn't give you the confidence to not have to bullshit your own narrative? Who you're the only one who believes. That's pathetic as fuck. With the what? That's like a guy with a... That's super pathetic. The way he's going about it, people should talk about you that way. You don't just invent the narrative. Okay, so and try to I, I think a lot of this is to do with the fact to stand up for him because he's just not a well-spoken individual and he doesn't have any individuality or creativeness to him. All he knows to do is compete wrestling and mixed martial arts. So I feel like that takes away from his likeness. He doesn't know how to speak. So you guys, guys like us, me included, think he's corny and we're going to hate on him. But can we be real? Have we seen who's the that resume is the closest to John Jones that we will see besides? Time out, though. Hold on, time out. I got to speak up for fucking uh, fucking triple C right now because like right the fact that we're having this conversation about him and how cringy he is that's exactly what he wants. Yeah, we're playing into his whole gimmick right now. You're getting worked, dog. Carlos, you just took an L according to Andrew's logic. No, 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 he beat me to the punch, because this was all to set you fuckers up. I'm into the Ryan Garcia fight. <laughs> he, will he will fucking get humbled. They, listen, I have all the respect in the world for grapplers and wrestlers. One thing I fucking despise is a goddamn wrestler that's been wrestling since he was four years old who thinks that they're going to become the same caliber striker as they are wrestlers. Because they take great fucking offense to a striker thinking they're going to be as good of a wrestler in four fucking years. So what kind of double standard delusion are you allowing yourself to fucking exist reality with? Fuck that shit. I, I agree. I reject it and I vomit the notion of that thought, man. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. What else are you hot about, Carlos? I like that. that. Can move on? Well... You know, listen, I have serious respect for anybody that smokes a cigarette. I think it's a sign of a lower IQ. You're a moron. Okay. Did you see that Herb Dean came out? Okay, well, did you see that Herb Dean came out and defended his fellow ref, saying that he was around him all night? And that if and there I appreciate was any that. I appreciated that. Are you talking about the ref that was with Dominic Cruz in the stoppage? Yeah, Dom. I'm 100%. Yeah. No, I'm not taking her. Yeah, let me just defend my brother. Out. Yeah, they're ref bros. Like, I'm going to defend my ref bro. You know what I mean? That's cool. No, I believe. Either Herb is legitimate or he's not, though, I feel like. Either yeah, no, we take right. Herb's word and he's a good ref yeah, yeah, and we trust right, him, right, right, right. or we don't. You're right. You're I'm right. inclined to trust him. And also, oh, now I'm you're inclined him. to trust him. Oh, but yeah. God forbid John Jones says something. Nope, he's a liar. Nope, he's a liar. Well, hold on, time out. There, there's a very big difference when you're an, ob an official who's paid to be objective versus somebody who has a special interest in making your best story, like, 
make yourself sound the best, which is what John Jones is. But so the comparison is just not deconstructed your argument completely. Let's I, move I, on I forgot Andrew's, Andrew's really good friends over with Reed. Reed. Andrew's really Harris. good friends with Herb Dean. Oh, please stop talking over me. I'm trying to get through this. Perfect. Cool. So in the main event, at the top, we have Alistar Overy versus Walt Harris in the heavyweight division. Boys, thoughts. Let's let's just start from the top and we'll go until we get bored with the prelims. Alistair right. Overeem, well, easy money. See, I I, I think it's Walt's time. Yeah. Alistar's had a very tough go lately, and Walt Harris could could actually this could be a great story right now. That would be good for the sport, good for Walt, good for his family. It would bring more attention to, to what happened to his family. So um, I'm with Harris on this one. You know, and, and Alistair at some point, listen, at some point we're going to blink and Alistair's going to be slurring every fucking word. I don't know how it hasn't happened yet. I, I, so, think, I, don't, I, know, I, I don't know how good Walt like Harris is. I, that's my only thing is Walt Harris was, I don't, he's 13 and 7. I just don't know if he's going to beat the most decorated striker in the heavyweight history. That's all. Ngannou did. Who, Ngannou? Jarzinho did. Ngannou so, hey, both of you, but is Walt Harris a knockout artist? like, Or is he a wrestler? No, I just, think, I just think they're big, and he can land. And Guys, I get Alistair's old, but, like, I get Alistair's old, and I get the story. Behind, and I get even, isn't Walt Harris uh, the favorite? Bro, how are we going to take Walt Harris, a 13-7 fighter, over... The K1 decorated Alistair Overeem, the stri- heavyweight striking genius, you know? You really think... Youth. Go ahead. Youth and less wear and tear. That's, that's all I'm going by is youth and less wear and tear. How much does wear and tear less have an effect on you? Dude, Alistair, Alistair had a, like a long kickboxing career before MMA. So you're talking a guy that's fought like 200 times probably. Uh, in all honesty, what happened to Walt Harris last year was one of the most, you know, That's so fun. I don't even know how to describe it. That really hurt my heart, you know, because, like, there's really nothing he could do about it. So oh, they never even found her, did they? They did find her body. They found, found her cadaver. It's just the body, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Jesus. Yeah, I, that's, that's uh, you know. It was his, st- I'm not saying this is, it makes it any better. It makes it definitely a little bit. It was his stepdaughter. It wasn't his real daughter. I know that's not making it better, but it wasn't his, like daughter you know like that that would make yeah, it he, a little he goes to sleep next to his daughters yeah it's probably the same uh, so I think and, I, and he goes to sleep next to his wife can you imagine that uh, uh, this is making my insides like i really just hurt it hurts my heart man like that's like yeah, yeah. you know loss like that is un, unforeseen especially is it hits i don't i can't yeah. relate i can't relate and i hope i won't ever have to relate but i have a you know we never know but i don't know guys remember but that should happen to vitor belfort when Vitor was the, the, the champion in the UFC and when he was like 21 or 22, his sister in Brazil got kidnapped and they never found her. Wow. What? Wow. I didn't know that. That hurt. Brazil oh, yeah. Brazil. Look into it. Look into it. His sister disappeared. And is that the only good fight on this card? I think it is. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, got co- I feel like. So, right. So, Claudia uh, Bidella. Uh, oh. Angela Hill. Yeah, Claudia Gadella, Angela Hill in the co-main event, I think is going to be a great fight. The fight below that, Edson Barbosa versus Dan Ige for uh, featherweight, that fight is going to be great. Dynamite Dan fighting out of 
Extreme Couture versus Edson Barbosa. The kicks. Is he good, Andrew? Is, everybody's on Dynamite Dan. Eric loves Dynamite Dan. Is he good, uh, Carlos Andrew? Do you guys, what do you guys know about this guy? The main thing I like him is that I have I now watched him develop his hands and finish opponents with with the exact sequences that I watched him drill at the gym, and that's a special thing. That's like when McGregor was planning on getting Aldo, and people thought, and he had planned it all along. Like you when know what I mean? got like, Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like when you have that much, like. When, when the plan gets actually done the way that I watch these guys drill it, it, it's really cool to watch somebody do a one, two, three, roll under a hook and come up with their own hook and murk the guy. And I watched them drill that with their instructor against the cage. That's fucking cool. So, and Barbosa is dangerous, but this is a perfect matchup time for Dan. If Dan, Dan this is the perfect time to take on Barbosa because Barbosa is doubting himself. Yep, He's had a tough goal lately. Some and, and wearing there some wars. He's been in some fucking wars. Just keep so going down. Let's point out he's going down to featherweight. Oh, he is. That's oh no, oh, that's, that's the right. first fight. That's, that's right. the first fight at featherweight. And that, I don't know if that's never a good move. Why? Never a good move because he's already big as fuck. And again, he's on a little bit of a skit. He's on he's on the downslope of his career right now. You know. So you um, do you guys think there's? I get what you're saying. If I'm a betting man, do I bet Barbosa? I mean, do I bet the other guy? Yeah, you got to go down. Uh, well, sure. I, what's the line? I yeah, I don't know betting. Uh... Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, if Eric's guy beats Barbosa, he, he that's a big win for him. That's a huge. That's the biggest win of his career. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got to. Oh, I'm in tune for that fight. Dynamite, damn. Yeah. What's his last name? I got to make him one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, man. The uh, and then we got. Uh, Go for it, Carlos. Now I was gonna move on to Eric Andrews and Christoph, but I'm excited for Eric Andrews, guys. Me too. I like him. everybody I, likes I, Eric I like Andrews. Everybody likes Eric Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, gonna win. Your boy. He's gonna win. Eric Andrews, your boy. The uh, the fight I was thinking of though that I would also highlight that's gonna be the uh, the main event or the feature fight on the prelims: the return of the immortal Matt Brown. Versus Miguel Beza. Matt Brown's coming back, UFC, bro. Which is a fucking kind of fucked up for your second fight in the UFC to be given Matt Brown. I mean, what Matt Brown are we getting? The immortal. They're all motherfuckers. Yeah, I know he's crazy, but I'm saying, uh, do you guys? And I, one thing I'll say to Matt Brown, his skills really improved. Off two wins. What? He's coming off two oh, wins. Is he really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I stink. I won't say shit. God, that's a dangerous Matt Brown. Then, yeah, that that is a Matt Brown. I don't want. To. When was his last fight, Andrew? Just out of curiosity. Uh, December fourteenth of yeah. last year. Yeah. Well, he's tuned up. He seems ago. like he's Five in there. Ago. That's a top. That's that's one of the best Walter weights I've seen in my lifetime. So. Yeah. Other than that, uh, we the rest of the card thing? it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. We'll talk about it. This is definitely the weakest card though out of all three this week, right? I personally, uh, yes, this I one, say so. Ah, see, I think last night's was last better. Night's... Is going to be was I think Alistar and Walt Harris. This card, upcoming card, is going to be better than last night's. Okay. Uh, the, the the main card seems better because it's uh, four four really good matchups in a row. What I think are really good matchups in a row. So some of, I was not very surprised about some of the outcomes uh, last night. 
and based on the matchup. And, be, you know. Before we head out really quickly, the next big, big card, Andrew, uh, the 250 is in June, huh? 16th, 6th, something like that. That's is that? Uh, I honestly, yeah, I, I I'm not necessarily sure the schedule for UFC following. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. That's been like we just got three fights in a week, but I would have low key had them once a weekend if they just kept going. Now I don't want to go on another drought. Uh, so the reason why they did that was because they are contracted by ESPN to put on a certain amount of fights per year, so they had to catch up. That's really? Even with Corona, year. ESPN would fuck them. Like you still have to put on these shows even with Corona. Contracts, contract, baby. Damn. Especially uh, when so the world was like The world really works like that. Damn. Yeah. Uh, June sixth. Well, is, is, is there any other sport? Is there any other sport that ESPN actively produces, not just covers? Not right now. Basketball. This is their only product, yep. right? The other ones they cover that product, but it's not their product. This is their fucking product. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, um, you got you got to get those fuckers working. Hey, everybody in and, this stream yeah. chat. Oh. Sorry, Andrew. Go ahead. Well, just to answer your question, the next UFC card following uh, Overeem and Harris is going to be June 6th, but that was supposed to be Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer, and as far as I know, Amanda Nunes dropped out of the fight because uh, citing that she couldn't train. No, yeah, but she said she's cool with the, Ju- the the June day. She said, or I think she wants July, June or July. She said, I'll fight in June or July. Right now, it's too little. Well, I mean, this is two, or I, so I guess two Saturdays from now, so there's still some time, so... We'll have more information. Uh, I saw uh, she was on social media. She posted today training at ATT in Coconut Creek. And as we all know, the events are being held in Florida. They seem to be ahead with their peak of uh, infections. So it's possible that she's been able to get training again, you know. Yeah. Hey, thank you, everybody, for coming out. Um, Kane196, you were my favorite guy in the group chat, in the stream chat. Extra Cobra, Cobras, Vexy, thank you for coming out. Andrew Scriber, thank you for coming out. Another TT viewer, Aten, DJ Fanboy, I appreciate you all. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Go ahead, Andrew, close it out. Boom. That is it. Talk too much. Episode number 34, baby. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at T2MMA. You can find me on Instagram at Valdez74, Twitter at Andrew underscore the hut. Carlos is at T2MMA, Wolfchild. Uh, I don't believe you're banned on Twitter anymore. I still have that written down. He was once banned on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Cena at Twitter at Extra Cena on Instagram. It's Extra Period Cena. Is it really? Remember, I got to change that. It is. Yeah, you should change it. I noticed that when I was typing this up. Uh, Are you dead ass? Remember? Yeah. Remember, if you're just listening to the audio, make sure that you're following us on Spotify, that you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star review. That helps us so much. If you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, leave a comment. The channel, the YouTube channel, that's Talk Too Much Entertainment. Uh, hit the bell so you're notified every time we drop a new video. If you're watching live on Twitch, hey, thanks. We appreciate you. Yeah, that's the real one uh, right there. <laughs> if you want to watch live, if you're just listening to this on your own time, and you want to watch live and interact with us in real time, we go live with this show every Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. That's noon Pacific time. The Twitch channel is twitch.tv forward slash extra channel follow the channel drop a subscription and finally remember tell a friend if you tell two friends and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and they tell two friends that's exponential growth baby we're gonna build an empire 16 friends boom (laughs) that's it talk too much mma another week another dollar love y'all love you guys be safe i'm gonna end it right now